What's up, guys? This is your host, Sonia, and you're listening to What a Week, a podcast where I sit down and talk about my week in the most unorganized way possible. This is episode number 23 for the week of November 22nd through the 28th. Let me tell you right now that doing this intro has been the most awkwardest experience ever, not simply because, well, it's an intro that I repeat over and over again, but because I'm actually recording myself as we speak right now in front of a camera. And the whole world has now just noticed that I reread the script on my phone. You know, it happens. So this month, I'm going to do something extraordinary. And if you want to hear about it, then just sit down and keep listening. (laughs) Wow, I completely forgot words. All right. So if you guys are ready to hear about this extraordinary event, then keep on listening. All right, guys, what's up? How are we all doing? Happy Monday. This is awkward. I'm literally recording myself right now for my podcast. At the same time, I'm recording myself for YouTube. What? What do you mean you're recording yourself for YouTube? Well, it's December and myself would normally at this time be recording and uploading videos to YouTube that once a year time that I upload on YouTube for Vlogmas. However, I can never keep up with Vlogmas, especially with work. I can't sit down and like record edit, and then upload all the film and footage for you guys enough. And then again, these few weeks are very boring for myself. And I am not very comfortable with taking out the camera in public. I've done it before. Not the most comfortable social um, interaction or environment I've ever been in. So I just decided, you know what, how about instead of Vlogmas, I make this Podmas And for every podcast that I upload from this point forward all the way till the end of December, I will have a video recorded alongside with it. Again, only from now till the end of December, okay? I don't think I can continue this until maybe in the future when I have more resources and more time. But for Podmas, I just decided, why not? Let's bump, bump pump up the level of difficulty and make this both a viewing and a listening podcast. So I'm sitting here for those that are watching me. Hello, welcome to my room. This is my room. If you've ever been a YouTube subscriber, you already are aware of this room. Nothing's really much has changed. Same shenanigans, same TV up there. I forgot to take off the cable here, TV here, everything. I'm overexposed. I apologize. I don't know. I think I could fix it if I wanted to really get up and move right now, but everything is so sensitive. This microphone picks up everything that I do. Like even my tapping of my nails gets picked up like to an extent, a super high extent. So I just don't want to move. Um, I will edit this video, hopefully post edit. And I'll fix some of the lighting because I am a little bit overexposed. I'm not going to lie. But again, we're just going to move on with it. We're just going to trudge past this um, lane. And we're going to get started with talking about what happened during the week of Thanksgiving. Because that's where we're at right now. Um, Thanksgiving has already been two weeks ago. Or two and a half weeks? A week and a half ago? Something around that. Remember, I'm a week behind now on podcast, but I'm ahead, if that makes sense. So... 
just let that all get into your brain. So for those who have been listening to my podcast, you guys know that I have always been um, well, one of the biggest perks about recording podcasts is that I didn't have to get ready. Well, because I'm doing Podmas now, I have to get ready. I look semi-presentable. My hair is up in a bun clip situation. I kind of did my makeup, kind of did not. Like I put some, I don't even know what the brand is. It's NARS, I think. NARS tinted, NARS, <laughs> NARS um, tinted moisturizer. I bought a new shade. It kind of looks okay. I think it kind of looks a tad bit lighter for me, but I think we're pretty much okay compared to the other one I had. The other one really made me look like an Oompa Loompa. It was super orange. I don't know, that guy who like color matched me completely, like mixed up the foundations and they gave me a darker one than the one that he wanted to give me at the beginning. So regardless of that, I have two tinted moisturizers now, but I used the fairest one. I don't even know what it's called to mount something. Yeah, I got that. I put that on. I put some lipstick on, did my eyebrows, put some eyeshadow on and mascara. And I called it a day and I sat down here literally an hour before um, sunset. So let's really hope that the lighting here doesn't get that bad. I hope that the overexposed of like this um, view that you're seeing, if you're watching me right now, um, doesn't get too bad when the sun starts going down because it's already going down as we speak. So yeah, like I always mention, my podcasts are literally random, unorganized. And when I tell you that I write down things on an index card, this is the index card. It's a freaking bright neon orange that I just jot down things just so I can kind of have an idea of what I'm going to be talking about during the podcast so that my thoughts, even though they're always regardless, like unorganized and chaotic, at least I have some sort of like structure to it. Like it's a chaotic structure and it's a very lazy structure. But then again, save trees. Why am I going to go print out a copy of this when I can have it here? I could literally probably type this out on my phone, but then I would have to turn on my phone um, every single time because FaceTime, like FaceTime, because of Face ID and all that shebang and, j and jazz. I was like, index cards. I already own these. Might as well use them, write on them, make them useful. You know, the whole shebang. So... During the week of Thanksgiving, I had a whole week off from work. It was the most blessed week of my life and the most crazy, chaotic, eventful week or Thanksgiving week in general of my entire existence. Okay, so during the beginning of Thanksgiving week, it was very nonchalant, not really doing much. Um, I don't even remember what I did the first few days of my vacation besides like watching TV. I'm pretty sure I did other things. I'm pretty sure I wanted to like clean my room at some point within there. Um, I don't think that really happened during the beginning of the week. If I'm not mistaken, I think I went to the stores. Not quite sure. But one thing I do quite remember was I had already mentioned in I forget what podcast. At this point, I feel like it should be like memory. Like it should be, what's it called? Like long-term memory storage at this point. but. One of my podcasts where I mentioned that I had come to the conclusion, I had come to the like decision of not returning to teaching next year and going back to school. Well, I had applied to a college um, and I had been waiting for a response. I had applied since like late August. And given that I applied for like next fall, I had a feeling that they're going to take a while to like 
contact me and let me know if I got accepted or not. Again, this is a college I had already previously attended and had previously gotten my bachelor's for education before. So I did not think it was going to be too difficult of a process. I was just hoping to get like an email saying you've been accepted, this is the next steps or yada, yada, yada. I didn't get anything. I messaged my cousin. I asked her. She works in the, um, oh my gosh, the like recruiting, not recruiting, you know, like she helps high schoolers try to apply um, to the college. I forget what that's called. I'm sorry. Um, but I asked her what I could do because I hadn't received a response or what was like the common response. And she just said that it really depended on everybody, but that she recommended I call or email them. Your girl's really bad at calling or emailing anybody, let's be quite honest. That is one thing that I even put on my um, evaluation for teaching. Like, that's one thing I need to better myself at, which is contacting parents. I don't know what it is, just me, anxiety. I have anxiety with talking to other people in that risk, in that regard. Like, I would much rather talk to people, like, in person rather than, like, calling or emailing. Like, I don't know what it is. If someone can tell me if you have feel the exact same way. That'd be great. So I feel like I'm not alone, but that's just always my thing. And then literally my, every time I would see my cousin, she would tell me like, have you messaged them yet? Have you messaged them yet? Have you talked to them yet? And my response would always be no with a, like a, a shy laugh at the end because I should have been doing it a long time ago. But yeah, girl, you know, um, nervous, anxious. So I put it off as far as I could, as much as I could. And then I went back to work. Um, by the time I left work, they would close. So I wouldn't be able to call. And I would always literally be busy at school. There's never a, like, 10 seconds for me to just breathe. My only break is literally going to the restroom. And even then that's stressful because if I have my kids by themselves for like two minutes or whatever, like I feel like chaos is going to explode. So yeah, any of, uh, enough about that. So on that week of Thanksgiving, I actually, well, I had days off. So I was free and I needed to call them prior to Thanksgiving because I knew they were not going to be there or working during Thursday and Friday. So I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday, can't be quite positive, but I'm pretty sure it was Wednesday that I called them and I pretty much talked to admissions, let them know about my case, let them and told them my, my student ID and told them about the fact that I had applied since August and had received like no notification, no information about what my process was, what was going on, had I been accepted, or what was the next step. So they entered my ID, opened up my file, and then the the girl that I spoke with told me that I had a hold with the College of Education, which to me was odd to begin with, because I was kind of like, why are they putting a hold on my record? I've already graduated. What's the point of a hold? So I was like, okay, like, who do I need to speak to? They told me, they transferred me over, and then I spoke to four people. I'm not going to lie. I introduced myself four times. I told them what was going on. And then literally after my introduction and told and telling them about my situation, they're like, hold on, I'm going to transfer you over to so-and-so. They can help you. I was like, okay. So then they transferred me over and then I would do this whole spiel again. And then they would say it again. Hold on, let me transfer you to so-and-so. They can help you. Until I finally, at the end, I got to the assistant director. I literally went up the chain of command at some point. And um, I told them that I had a hold in the College of Education. She opens up my file and she's like, oh, oh, yeah. Um, so I see that you applied um, or are changing your major. And I'm like, well, yes and no, because one, I've already graduated with the bachelor's in education. So it's no longer changing a major. Yeah, I am doing something different this time around, but it's not 
considered a change of major. And then she realized and she's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And she's like, wait, the only hold I have here was from like 2016 or 2000, 2015. She's like, you no longer have that hold. You have no holds with us. I don't know why they called you or why they let you know that you had hold with us. So I was like, oh, great. So I just spoke to like five people for no apparent reason. Besides the fact that I had to talk to the College of Education and let them know that I'm no longer going to pursue a degree in education. How embarrassing. Um, then finally, I recalled admissions. I talked, I spoke to some other guy, told them my situation, told them how many times I've talked to or have been transferred from the College of Education to just let me know that I had no hold. And then he goes and tells me, you, yeah, you don't have a hold. Who told you you had a hold? And I'm like, I don't know. Some chick. And um, he's like, no, yeah, you have no holds. You're already accepted. And I was like, great. Thanks for letting me know. Should have let me know like through an email, courtesy, common courtesy. I don't know. Just me. Um, they told me that the next step was orientation. And then after that, I would be able to get um, advice for my classes for the school years that I was going to uh, attend. Um, so they transferred me over to orientation. I told them my ID, my whole shebang, and then they'd look at my file and they're like, you've been a student here before. You no longer have to attend orientation. And I was like, thank God. I really did not want to attend orientation. I really did not want to attend orientation. Um, but then they're like, literally, you're good to go. You have you should have no holds to register. If you do, just let us know. Um, so then I went crazy, haywire. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm literally like, I printed out so many copies of my degree evaluation. Currently on my school profile, I am not considered a media, like a media student. Is that what, what it's called? Like that's not my major right now. It's still considering me as a teacher. So I have to do a what if analysis, like what's my degree? What are the classes I have to take? Yada, yada, yada. And then based on my credits, what are what is left that I have to take? So I did that, took a while, printed a bunch of pages. And then thankfully I, I learned that one, all my basics are done. So thankfully, since it's the same college, I don't have to redo basics. Thank God. I really do not want to have to like restart freshman year courses. I'm, I'm in no mood and I have no time. And then um, I also realized I don't have to take foreign language, which was, I was so scared about that my foreign languages were not going to transfer because for education, I did not need my foreign language credits. I had gotten some credits, credits from like AP Spanish when I took it in high school which is ridiculous because I, I literally that class was just to add points for my GPA in high school. I know. Weird. But I ended up getting like a three or a four, a four, I believe, in the AP exam. So I got like 15 hours of Spanish credit. Never used it in education. But now that I'm a liberal arts major, all liberal arts majors need foreign language. So I don't have to take foreign language anymore. Freaking thankful. Back then, I believe there, there was only like three languages you could take which is spanish spanish french and i think like maybe arabic or something like that i don't know now they have like more they have like portuguese chinese um and arabic and spanish and french which is awesome but i just really did not want to take a foreign language class if it's i mean it would have been great if it was korean that would have been awesome i'm not gonna lie that would have been really really cool but it's not. And I'm not really looking forward to one, learning a new language right now. And two, relearning the language that I semi think I know. I know Spanish is not my strong suit. Neither is English, apparently. But 
I really didn't want to have to go through that struggle or that hassle. So thankfully that applied. So looking at everything, I need about 66 credits because I'm going to major in media advertising with a minor in graphic design. That was like a toss up because I wasn't sure if I wanted to do graphic design or management, which is like more in the business side of things, because personally, in the end, I do want to run my own business. Kind of like with this podcast, um, I want to work in this field. This field to me is the most exciting, working with technology, creating new content, reaching other people, um, making change in this way. That's something that excites me. So I wanted to, I was in between both and I spoke with my like brother. He kind of like helped me a little bit and told me that I, that he felt that graphic design would do more of a service for me rather than management, because at least in graphic design, I learned a lot about it, like the I guess all the apps and programs I have to use online, which kind of he has a point because in graphic design or even in this, what I'm doing right now with my podcast, I've been having to like use a lot of like um, Lightroom, Photoshop, Canva, um, the podcast itself and creating like the copyrights, I believe is what they're called, like for every podcast that I, that I create and then like um, citing and all that jazz. So. Media itself is going to like touch upon that. But if I went into graphic design, it would just delve in deeper. But I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. It's going to be quite expensive. And I'm already like panicking a little bit because I have grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle, which was something that I was a little nervous about going into teaching, like teaching in general, like starting to teach because I felt that's going to become accustomed to a certain pay, a certain lifestyle and all that jazz. And it's happening right now. Being a teacher, you don't get amazing pay, but living with my parents and the pay that I get, it's more than enough for me right now at the moment. And knowing that I won't have a job anymore next year, at least a salary paid job, kind of panics me, kind of freaks me out. I'm not quite sure if I'm ready to teach and do a bachelor's all over again. At the same time, some people literally do that and I literally kudos to them. Maybe if I went into teaching and they like dropped me like to a non-text, non-tested grade level, like kinder, not first, definitely not first, um, or second grade, maybe I would, I wouldn't mind doing it. Not quite sure. I don't know. Because there's also a route that I could take where I do my entire bachelor's degree online. It would just be an online degree. So I would not have to attend classes. Um, I wouldn't have to create a schedule to the point where like it has to fit a certain way so I could literally be working at the same time. Um, again, unsure how that would work, how much time it would take. So I need to like literally sit down and talk to an advisor, which is that's my next step. I need to um, call my advisor. My cousin again told me to message them. I have my e- I have the email saved. I just haven't messaged them. Sorry. Um, I'll probably do that during like the Thanksgiving, I mean the Christmas break, but I need to set up an advising meeting because classes open up in March. So I have from now to March to get that advising meeting set up and ready to go and try to figure out, do I want to go on through the online degree or do I want to go like the physical going to classroom school route? I don't know. We shall see. But that's one thing that happened last week. Very exciting. I was nervous, excited. 
and like about to throw up, you know, like all the emotions, all the great emotions one should have when you are deciding to change your whole route, your whole life around. It's crazy. My brother, I know he means well, but like to him, he keeps repeating like, wow, you're going to be going back to college at 27. You, you're probably going to not start your career until you're 30. And that alone hurts, especially for me. Like when I hear things like that, it kind of sets like doubt in my mind. I know he, again, I told him, I know he doesn't mean it in a negative way. He's just kind of surprised about it. But with me and I told him, like, you know me, you know how I react. So why are you telling me these things unnecessary? And he's just like, no, no, I'm just kind of like an awe. And I'm like, OK, just stop. <laughs> like, you're not making this any better. But I'll, I'll keep this podcast open and see when that time comes, how it's going, how it's happening. And what are my thoughts about it? Because it is new. It is interesting. It is something that's not normal for people to start college so late and change their career like this in this pattern because some people don't go back to college and change their careers they just they just use what they have to like start that new career and for me I feel like I need a lot of that knowledge I know not everyone needs college some people literally do amazing without college personally I think I need that I need that backbone I need someone to keep me accountable and someone to teach me like exactly how to do these things when I'm out in the field it won't exactly transfer 100% I can already tell because again being there versus like reading theory about about it in theory is not the same but whatever it's already been 21 minutes and i've only gotten to me and my career my gosh it's going to be a long podcast because the next thing that i have on my beautiful orange neon um, index card is thanksgiving on thursday was thanksgiving um i be hang we hung out with my family it was a great time watched football they lost cowboys lost i mentioned that in my last podcast don't really want to talk about that it's been frustrating being a Cowboys fan right now. It's like all over again, you know, like back to normal, back to the, oh, here we go again, you know, kind of situation. My, my dad's behind. My dad's in the background. He can see me recording myself. Hello, dad. Bye, dad. Okay, cool. He saw me. Anyway, as Thanksgiving was rolling around, um, I don't know, like during that time, I just, I was feeling very extra thankful. Just going outside on Thanksgiving, I believe, or... I don't know if it was on Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving. I went outside. It was freezing cold. And like inside, I'm like, I'm thankful for having a house. And um, when we were, we were getting like food, I was like, I'm thankful for just being able to afford food and having food with my family. Um, and then I'm going to talk about this in a little bit. I went on a trip and I'm like, I'm thankful for one, having the ability to go. I'm thankful for having a car. Because I'm able to take the car on my trip to make it cheaper because the trip to LA was going to be very expensive if I decided to either one, rent a car or two, go on a plane. So last minute. So I was very thankful and I just I just took that time. Um, every time I saw something or thought about it, I like took two seconds to myself and I was like, thank you. Thank you, God, for all of these things that you have given me that at most times we all take for granted. Um, and that's going to tie into my what a week question. I already know that. So how about we cut it here and just go to the what a week question. All right, guys, it's that time again for the what a week Q&A brought to you by the 3000 questions about me book that I bought at Target. Finally, you're able to see what this book looks like. If you're watching it on YouTube, this is what it looks like. It's literally 3000 questions in here. So last last week's question came from my one of my listeners, she picked a number. Her the number was 936. And 
the question was, what do people take for granted that really bugs you? Which I feel like it's a really great question. It's like something that really gets you thinking and you're like, huh, like I never thought about something like that. So I asked it and some people answered it. For me personally, I think that family time and um, even the smallest things are things that people take for granted and it does bug me at certain points because there are other people who don't have a lot of those things and the people that do have it just kind of like don't realize how like thankful and how grateful they should be for me that um as well as other people's kindness some people are very kind in this world and are very nice and unfortunately because of other things and other people they choose to just switch their attitude and just be like you know what it's i'm tired of trying to be nice i'm just gonna work for myself and if some people get hurt along the way then so be it so i feel like that's something that people take for granted like people's kindness so that's unfortunate i have another listener a person that requested the question her handle is candy mccormick's candy mccormick i'm sorry and she said other humans we forget we all have feelings and can in one way or another have disorder or health problems that is very true um this is just an interesting question that i would really wonder and want to know your response to it if you haven't responded to it and you would like to then please do so on my social media accounts it's the what a week podcast both on instagram and on um tiktok so if you want to answer that question please do so and guys let's stop stop trying to take things for granted we should always be looking forward to and just being grateful for all these things that we have and just recognize people's like triumphs and their efforts because i feel like that's important so for next week's question if i can find it huh this number was again also recommended from one of my other listeners she recommended question number 44 and question 44 says what type of person angers you the most now that's an interesting question let me tell you i can really go deep into that question if i wanted to and i think i will for my podcast listeners and you'll hear it and see it next week as well so that's next week's question if you want to i'm going to post it on my instagram Please let me know what your response is to that question. What type of person angers you the most? That's a little personal, but hey, we get personal here and go crazy. Okay. Alrighty, guys, that's pretty much it. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. But yeah, so I was feeling all sorts of thankful this week. It was a great Thanksgiving with family. We watched music videos. It was very just calm, chillax. And we all finally all set up our Secret Santa, like, accounts and stuff. So we're all good on that department. I still haven't purchased my Secret Santa's gift, but I will be ordering it today. So now what we've all been waiting for, what I've been waiting for to talk about is my trip to LA. On Friday, um, my brother and I decided to do a, a last-minute trip to LA. We drove from where I live all the way to LA which is about a 12-hour road trip, give or take. And um, I wanted to go because one, BTS was going to be performing in LA during that weekend. I didn't have a ticket, but I just still had hopes that I was going to be able to purchase a ticket, that ticket sales would either go down or tickets would like magically open up. Um, 
So I was just, you know, just keeping hope. So all week I had been preparing for the trip. I went to get my oil changed. I got my tires checked. I semi cleaned up my car. I didn't clean it. I just cleaned it out. I took away like any trash I had and all that jazz and shebang. Um, on Friday at around like six, I believe I woke up, I got ready. I literally packed the night of Thanksgiving. I did not go to sleep until like 2 a.m. And then I had forgotten that I hadn't recorded a podcast. So I literally last minute recorded a podcast on Thursday. Technically it was Friday morning at that point. But then, yeah, I woke up, put everything into the car. Then I woke up my brother because my brother usually sleeps in the most. Um, so then I called him when it was finally about time. Like, okay, it's time to you to get ready. He got up and then he ate or my mom made him breakfast. Then from here, we went to go to the store to go get some snacks because it was going to be a long, a long road trip. It's 12 hours, guys. 12 hours. If I wanted to take a one, a rental car, it was going to be about $600 for the weekend. And then it was going to be $400 per ticket for the airplane. So it would have come out to $800. I was not about to spend that much money for a two-day trip to LA. It was like technically one day because one day was spent traveling. The second day was the one free day. And then the third day was going to be traveling back home. So I was not about to spend 600 bucks or 800 bucks for like transportation. There was no way. So we got snacks. Then we went to the gas station. I bought a like breakfast sandwich because I had only eaten a cereal at that point. And I was like, yeah, I'm not young homegirl's not going to make it. I was expecting us to go to like McDonald's and buy breakfast, but then my brother already had breakfast from my mom. So I was like, I'm just going to get a breakfast sandwich from here and just make this a lot easier on all of us. So we went, we started driving around 9 a.m. my time, which is mountain time. And then when I got to like Phoenix, where our first stop was actually Tucson, it was around two. And then we went to Phoenix, where we actually stopped to eat. We went to some taco place called... uh, the taco spot or something like that. Really good tacos, um, de birria. And then we went to Ikea and I went to Target to try to find a clear purse for the event in case I went because I had no clear purse and I needed something to bring my um, wallet in. So yeah, I went to, to Target. Then we finally left around like five-ish or four. No, I think it was five. Um, and then we started driving. Then we, we like reach California. We stopped prior to there because gas prices are crazy, okay? The moment you step into California, they're a little local. And I was not about to like fill up my car twice in California. So if I could avoid filling it up twice, I was going to do so at every cost. So I filled, we filled up like literally 10 miles before getting into California. Went into California, time changed. We're now in Pacific time. We gain an hour, whatever it's called, but we finally get there. We get to our hotel around like 10-ish, um, which is awesome. We still had some time to walk around. Um, we got dessert. We weren't really hungry, but we got some dessert from like Joe's Ice. I don't know what it was called, but it was really good. It was like a slushy slash like um, ice cream combined. Really good. It was really delicious. Um, then from there we went back home and at this point I'm panicking. Okay. Because I still don't have a BTS ticket on our way there. I realized that Ticketmaster dropped more tickets for face value, but you had to have a specific code that I did not have. And it was, this was only given to verified fans, which I I forgot and stupidly did not apply for during the beginning of 
when the tickets are going to be sold um, during October, I believe. My cousin did. So I literally called her. I messaged her first. She didn't reply. Then I called her and I'm like, answer your damn text. And then she checked her email, checked her messages. She had not gotten any code, unfortunately. So then I'm here panicking. Ticket prices are not going down. Okay. I think at the end, there's like maybe six tickets on Ticketmaster that did not get sold. And those were all way over face value. Like they were in the thousands and no one, at least I don't, I hope not, but paid for those. So at this point, a lot of tickets are becoming available. Some people are switching tickets. So they got a new ticket from the ones that Ticketmaster dropped. And then like they let go of their ticket for like a, a reasonable price. And then at this point, I'm like trying to buy tickets because I really had something deep down told me they're not going to go down more than this. So I started trying to purchase tickets. I'm trying. They keep telling me, nope, sorry, someone else already got them. I was like, oh, like I was getting to the point I was getting like frustrated and I'm very nervy. Okay. Very, very nervous. Um, then finally I end up getting one in the 400 row two. I'm like, it's pretty okay. I hope purchased it. It was like about 400 bucks. That's not including fees. Okay. That's not including fees. It was like $400 without fees. And then I finally bought the ticket. I was like, that's it. Done deal. Closes it. I'm like in the slight chance that another ticket pops up. That's cheaper. I'll change my ticket and purchase a new one like I'll sell it and I was I didn't I was not expecting to get any like profit from it anymore I was going to resell it for the price that I paid for maybe a little less like maybe a hundred dollars less um just like sell it at least get some money back that didn't happen no tickets became available at least no better tickets became available because all the tickets that were left were all in the 500 section at the very last row and they were more expensive than what I paid for. They were like $500, $600 for nosebleed tickets. So I just ended up staying with my ticket at the end of the concert. So then Saturday comes. I am I put my alarm. I get super excited. I get ready. Um, Unfortunately, um, what is it called? Miss Flo? Is that what you, what you guys call her? I um, decided to visit that exact same day. So I did not feel like wearing a dress or looking cute. Um, I just, they just decided to wear, um, some like khaki slacks I bought with a black shirt and then like a blazer and then my hat kind of going like with V core kind of, um, with it. Then we had some time left. My brother asked me if I wanted to be there at the concert early and I told him yes, but then he was kind of like, really? So I was like, okay, fine. Like we'll do something together. We went to a museum, to the natural history museum in Cal of California or something like that. Really interesting. Learned a lot about dinosaurs. That's my favorite topic in general. But yeah, that, that's what we did. And then towards the start of the concert, I was hungry, but not like starving. And I was not craving much. I kind of just wanted a, not a slushy, a smoothie. So we went to Tropical Smoothie. Or it's Java Juice. I think it was Jamba Juice. I don't, I don't know what it was. We went there, got a smoothie. Then we headed towards Inglewood, which is apparently not a very safe place or safe location in area in California. We got there. My brother's like, yeah, this does not look at all safe. Thankfully, I was not going to have to walk through there. I was just going to get dropped off. We went to the Target that was nearby. I went to the restroom and then started making a line for the concert. My brother dropped me off. I walked from the parking lot all the way inside to the stadium. It was a long walk, okay? Because he dropped me off at 6.45. I did not get into the lines till 7. It was like a 15-minute walk. SoFi Stadium is pretty huge. Things were going chaotic. Okay, let me tell you. Everything was crazy. If you have not seen any TikToks about it or heard, heard any story times about the BTS concert, it was a mess. SoFi, 
um, the I guess the like the members, the production, the workers did not really contemplate or like realize how big of a concert this was going to be. There was about seventy thousand people per concert. This was the first day. I'm pretty sure they were very unprepared. I don't even know which, which line to line up because your ticket has a certain section that you have to enter from. So I'm literally asking workers and telling them where should I go. They're just directing me. I go that way. And again, I go that way and I look that way and there's lines galore. It's packed, full of people. So I really have no idea where to go. I start looking for signs and I finally find one that says section eight, but there's like three, four lines coming out of that section. So I'm lost. I pick the shortest line and I just get in it. And then a worker comes out. He starts checking like your vaccination card with your ID that gets checked. But then around like 715, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it in to the venue on time because the concert's set to start at 730. Um, by this point, Workers get word that they will not be checking for tickets, vaccination, vaccination cards, or um, per, like bags at all because of how much people there are and how little time they have to get everybody inside the venue on time, which was sucky because at this point now you're kind of panicking because one, you have no idea who's going to enter this concert, um, what, what they have, what they might, might have and might, might have brought in into the concert um vaccination obviously covid and another thing i literally purchased that ticket for not for nothing because i didn't even need the ticket to get in um everyone got in they didn't check anything they pretty much said as long as you don't push you can get in so that was an interesting whole concept i was a little freaked out especially with what happened with the travis scott concert i was kind of scared that the moment they said that that people were going to like mob and go crazy trying to get inside the venue luckily people were very organized they only started running when they got in the venue and it was big enough to the point where no one was like um, trampled over. But I did see like some ambulances and stuff. So I hope everything buddy was OK. I'm not sure what happened with that. But yeah, there was like some stretchers. Like I saw like for a few seconds, I saw someone paramedics with the stretcher trying to find someone I did not. But that was outside the venue. So I don't know what happened with that. But yeah, so I get in. I have to go up some escalators i choose not to i choose to go through the stairs because again it's super packed on those escalators it's jam-packed um so i get in and then i try to find my section i take some pictures because it looks beautiful like honestly i got a pretty good view of the entire concert like of the whole venue with the stage and the and like the tv and i was like oh i really hope that Wherever I'm sitting, it looks just as good. So I took some pictures and then I finally headed to my section and I found it. It was a little bit more to the side than I would have liked, but regardless, nothing was obstructing my view. It was pretty good. Um, you couldn't see through the other side because of that huge screen or TV that they have. I hate that. Honestly, whoever decided to come up with that was, I don't know. I know people really enjoy that TV that that SoFi has, but... I'm not a fan of it. It kind of obstructs your view, especially if you're in the 500s. I could see how some people got their view obstructed from that alone. So that was unfortunate for them. And But overall, for me, I could see the screen. I could see the stage. Um, I was next to two wonderful armies. Um, they were very sweet and kind. They were all pumped up just as I was. We screamed and sung our hearts out, okay? The people behind me were going crazy as well we were all like lit okay we were lit 
I enjoyed that concert. It was a two-hour concert about, or three-hour concert. Um, two and a half hour, let's put that. Um, it ended around like 10, 15, 10, 30. But it was such a great concert for me. Then when I got back, I tried to leave. It was crazy. I'm very thankful that I did not have to try to get an Uber because I've heard horror stories of people having to wait two hours just for an Uber. So thankfully, I did not have to go through that mess. My brother is waiting for me by the Target again. Um, it did take forever. It took us about two, an hour or two just to get back home again or to our hotel because we had stayed in Anaheim. So it was a quite a long ways there and traffic was terrible. Like it was standstill traffic for a good chunk trying to get out of Inglewood. But once we got to Anaheim, we went to in and out um, as throughout this whole trip, I'm watching V's live that he started on um, Weaver, not Weaver's on V live. Um, it was going in and out. Luckily, I was able to use my brother's Wi-Fi for a little bit. And then once we got out of like the area, my internet worked again. So I watched their live. It kind of made time go by super fast. We went to In-N-Out, got burgers. I had forgotten how good In-N-Out burgers are. So that was a great way to end my night. Watched Friends, yada, yada. Then Sunday comes, we get up, go to McDonald's, drive back home. Took us a while. We literally didn't get back home to like one. Well, I'm kidding. It was like 12.30, but like I didn't go to sleep till like 2 a.m. because of like having to put everything back, having to like get ready. I knocked out at some point. I forget, but that's happened. However, one thing, despite this, okay, so like at this time, the concert was a blast. I enjoyed it. Yes, they were tiny from where I was standing. Tiny, tiny, tiny. However, I had a good view of the big screen and the army like wave of all the light bombs, the army bombs was gorgeous. It was so beautiful to be able to witness that from up there. Um, I wish I could have been closer to them, but regardless, I was there in the concert. I had a blast. I danced. I sung. I like did my whole shebang. My section did too. We were having fun. Um... And I don't know, it just, it was just a great experience for myself. However, the moment I got home, a controversy started on TikTok about day one and day two people saying that we were not loud enough and that it was very silent during our concerts. I really don't know what was going on on floor. I have no idea what was happening in section, sections like hundreds and the 200 section. However, I can say that it was one of the loudest concerts I've ever been to. I've been to multiple concerts and that concert itself was very loud. Then again, one, we're wearing masks and two, SoFi Stadium is pretty huge. There were moments where I would stop screaming and you could just hear like the echo of the scream happening and it was just kind of like, whoa, like this is crazy. But all this controversy started in that about like new armies and how they're not deserving of going if they only knew a few songs and if they didn't know the fan chants and yada 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 which then kind of tarnished the whole trip for me not going to lie i am a newer army i became an army last year at like march it's going to be two years actually this march um regardless i still consider myself a newer army not brand new but new regardless and it kind of felt like it was directed towards us that we didn't know certain things and because of that we were not risk like like we weren't deserving of said trips, you know, it was weird. And I did not appreciate those comments. I tried to avoid them, but literally TikTok was flooded with them. And it was, it's frustrating to be 
judged in that manner and pretty much told that you don't deserve to get a ticket because you don't know as many songs. Hey, as long as you're cheering, I don't, or whatever, you're listening to a concert, I don't mind. You just, you go enjoy that concert. And I'm not going to say that I enjoy concerts where everyone's quiet. I really don't. I mentioned that like during my last podcast about the concert that I went with my friends and it was like literally everyone was sitting down. That's different. I literally looked around the whole stadium and no one was really cheering. Everyone was sitting. In this case, I saw everyone standing. I saw everyone yelling. It was like super loud. So then when I heard the opposite saying that we were super quiet, that kind of like, what? Like I was confused. And then I just kind of, it 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 made me sad because some people were saying like, oh, the BTS members weren't happy with it. They were complaining that it wasn't loud enough. And that just kind of like, it like tarnished the whole situation of memory for me, which sucks that I let that happen. But yeah, it was, it was, it was a whole debacle. Not a fan of it. I really wish they didn't have, they hadn't said that. I know day two, day three, and I know three and four were a lot louder, I guess. Um, But they had a chance to figure out what was going on. And then they knew more of the set list. I mean, we should have known the set list regardless if you watched it online. It was pretty much the same set list. But still, like, you get me? Like, you guys had more chance to literally be called out on it. So you wouldn't do it day three and four. But even then, day one and two was pretty loud. In my opinion, day one was really loud. So to each their own, I kind of like just try to stay away from TikTok. At this point, I'm no longer even getting like BTS related TikTok because I'm, I've swiped so much of it, which is very sad. Um, the fandom itself, at sometimes I feel like it's very toxic. Sometimes it does great, amazing things, but there's some points where I'm like, really, did you guys have to like tarnish this whole experience for some people just because you felt it was like subpar and that they didn't deserve to be there for some reason to yourself? I don't know. It was dumb. It was stupid, to be quite honest. Um, but yeah, so that's what happened. Overall, I still enjoyed the concert. I'm very thankful that I was there. I got to see JK with his exposed chest because that button finally gave in. It understood the assignment, um, my assignment at least. And I literally choked on air because <laughs> literally I was not expecting to see his chest. And my gosh, that is a chiseled chest, my my dudes okay i know you've seen it on tiktok wow wow and then i saw freaking jk falling on that ball that he like tried to do a cartwheel on poor him he was still hurt he was hurting after the concert from that and then jin i saw him like literally having the time of his life with like the smoke gun thing and then the ending men ending mints and everybody everything was awesome i was and just even seeing like the wave with the army bombs, which it took me forever to freaking figure out how to use it. Should have watched that video that Big Hit like had sent out, but I didn't. But I finally got it to work at some point throughout the concert. Um, but again, it's like trial and error. You get to it. You get there. Okay. Like y'all stop judging us or any baby armies, newer armies. Who cares? I mean, like you should be happy that more people are enjoying BTS instead of the opposite. Because now you're only going to make people hate BTS because of the fans. Just saying. All right. I've said my piece with that. That was it. I wanted to put that out there in my podcast and now on YouTube, apparently, just to like, you know, let everyone know what's going on. Um, Right now, it's about to be five. I still have work to do. I have work tomorrow and this week I have my T-test. Okay. And that if you don't, you don't know what that is, it's an observation for teachers. So I'm a little scared. I'm, I'm panicking a little bit. So I have to go do that. I need to put grades into what they're due tomorrow. 
But yeah, so I'm going to stop right here. My gosh, this podcast has been the longest I've ever had. I had so much to talk about. Most of it was just college. Sorry. (laughs) But if you guys enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe and start following on Apple Podcast as well as Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please give it a thumbs up. Please give it a five-star review. Five-star reviews only so that more people can listen to this podcast and be aware of it. Share it with people. Let them know about it. Let them know about Podmas and see how this goes down. I'll see. We'll find out. I need to know now that I now that I know I have to pretty much edit down like an hour long video and audio kind of panics me just a tad just a smidge but whatever we're gonna get through this okay that's what counts all right guys that's pretty much it I will see you guys next week for another round of what a week and Podmas and that's pretty much it all right guys I will see you then enjoy your week and I don't know go eat some cake okay all right that's it.